Welcome to Ann Arbor Sparks CEO Podcasts, Conversations on Economic Opportunity. My name is Donna Dolan, Senior Vice President of Marketing and Communications at Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public-private partnership of business, government, and academic institutions working to advance the economy of the Ann Arbor region. Welcome to this series of conversations with key business leaders in our region. Joining me today is John Oberheide, co-founder and CTO of Duo Security. Duo Security is a cybersecurity organization that protects organizations against data breaches. John, what you do every day affects us all every day. So tell us a little bit about your background. You're clearly a leader and have a ton of experience, many years of experience in this industry. Share a little bit about what you've done and to lead up to what you're doing now. Sure, and uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I think I violate the rules of the CEO podcast as a, as a CTO. That's so, okay. Uh, <laughs> happy to be here. Um, happy to have you. My, my background, um, you know, what, what led me to security, um, I'll make the long story short, but I, I always knew I wanted to be involved in security uh, just from a personal background. I always had a kind of innate curiosity about how systems work and how they could be broken uh, ever since I you know, started programming in middle school. So that was something I, I knew I always wanted to, to tackle. Ended up getting um, hooked up with, with Doug, our other co-founder and, and CEO, um, when I came to school at, at the University of Michigan back in uh, 2002. And since then, you know, we've been able to, we've been trying to kind of triangulate an opportunity to go after as I went through the university and Doug had started Arbor Networks went on to Zatu, worked at Barracuda Network. So finally the stars aligned and we decided, hey, we're gonna start a company together. And we knew we wanted to um, solve security problems for organizations, but we didn't start off with an idea. We started off with the idea that we were gonna build a security company and then talk to customers, did the legwork to figure out what were the problems kind of worthy of solving in the, the cybersecurity space. And so that's how the best companies are founded, right? Solving problems. Yep. You know, not, not starting off with a, a crazy idea, but kind of knowing the, the bones of, of the business that we wanted to build. You know, very inbound-driven business, um, kind of high-velocity inside sales, starting with a thesis that, you know, that some of the other security companies in the space focused on kind of like the 0.1% of organizations, you know, the large global financials, large enterprises, the Fortune 100 or 500 that typically was the, the bulk of the, the cybersecurity market. But we saw that the breach is happening kind of in the, the underserved market, you know, mid-market companies and SMB companies that, you know, our minds were, were kind of at or below the security poverty line. They couldn't even afford to protect themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't have the budget, they didn't have the expertise, they didn't have the um, talent or the resources to, to protect themselves from, from attackers. And we thought that was a, you know, very worthy problem of, of going after. So you found your niche, and in six years, tripling your revenue, receiving venture capital from the coasts, securing dollars from the state to stay in the state and grow in the state. Tell us about that scaled growth, and just give us some insights on your growth, your rapid growth. Yeah, it's been um, definitely a, a, a sort of a crazy, uh, crazy ramp for the company. You know, we started in very late 2009, basically 2010, but over the past you know six and a half years. We've gone from you know zero to 350 employees Amazing. to 7,000 customers, adding 1,000 customers per quarter now, and um, raising about wow. uh, 49 million in, in venture capital. But you know we're really excited that 
our annual recurring revenue now exceeds the amount of money we raise, which is a milestone that you know some companies never get to. They continue to raise very large rounds. Um, so we're, we're happy that we've built a, um, a high growth business, but also a very efficient business and uh, kind of built out a, a large roster of customers that you know, we can re really be proud of. And so you've got several offices around the country, even one in uh, outside of the country in, in London. Um, but you're still headquartered here in Ann Arbor? Tell mm -hmm. us about that. Yeah, so uh, we opened up a, a San Mateo office last year. And this year we opened up, or late last year we opened up our London office. And this year we opened up our Austin office. And, uh, you know, a lot of the, the growth that we've experienced, um, you know, we need to hire so quickly. We need to bring on kind of the right, right amount of talent, the right quality and experience of talent. And that's where, you know, there are challenges in, in continuing to grow the business substantially in Michigan. You know, we have a great school, great engineering school. We have a lot of local talent, but, you know, to be incredibly honest, you know, we are a B2B SaaS security company. And if you think about the Ann Arbor area and the Midwest more generally, there's not a lot of companies that fit that profile, hit all three of those kind of pillars of, of the mm -hmm. type of company that, that we're building. So we, we inherently have to pursue a different strategy for talent. You know, okay. oftentimes when we're hiring locally here, we look for people that have aptitude versus experience, you know, uh, mm -hmm. people that can grow quickly and that can learn quickly on the job so that, you know, maybe you don't need a B2B SaaS security uh, background, but you can still, you know, operate effectively and learn quickly at an organization like Duo. So it's kind of orienting our people and talent uh, strategy and culture very differently. In addition, we have to recruit outside of um, the Michigan area, whether that's relocating people back in, into Michigan, um, or it's you know opening up additional offices to to kind of supplement the uh, the needs of the organization. So talk a little bit more about so you're willing to train. They don't have to have the ex specific experience you might need, but mm -hmm. it sounds like you're willing to train. Yeah, and I think uh, the reason why we're successful in the security industry as a business is because we do things differently, and I think some of that's being here in the the Midwest. In we we've built our business in a different way. You know, we're kind of outside the the Silicon Valley echo chamber. Mm -hmm. you know, we're not entirely focused on mm -hmm. venture capital and who is the highest valuation and you know when are you going public, but we're focused more on what are the, the fundamentals of a, uh, a strong business. And I think that's one of one of the reasons why we are incredibly efficient as a business and yet still able to achieve the growth that that we have. You know, I, I also think that being here in the Midwest area, the kind of talent you find is very different. And we have a very different kind of work ethic here. And I like to say it's the blue collar work ethic of, mm -hmm. you know, southeastern Michigan kind of rubbing off on us. But, you know, we have a lot of loyal talent that is, is going to stay with the company. They're not going to jump from company to company like they I do see. in the Valley just for another 10, 20 percent raise. So the tenure of employees here is, um, is a lot longer. And a lot of that's because that we, we offer them the opportunity to grow in their careers at, at Duo. So, you know, I think, you know, Duo's a very successful company. I think it'll be a great commercial success. But what I really hope for our employees is that Duo's, you know, kind of the springboard for their career. Like they come on board, you know, they hold on to the rocket ship. They, they learn a lot here. They take the next steps to get to the next level. And they, they can look back, you know, on their, their resume, you know, 20, 30 years down the road and say, like, that was the coolest experience. Like I had, you know, the most fun. I worked with the best people. It might have been, you know, challenging at times, but opened up the most opportunities. You know, sometimes the office is on fire, but like 
you know, we, we, we discovered problems and we fixed them. And we operated at a kind of a, a, a velocity that I didn't do anywhere else in my career. So it sounds like you're not only willing to train, but you, you really are focused on growing your people. Mm-hmm. And we know now that talent, they are very specific on where they want to work. And, and where they want to relocate. And you mentioned relocating. Mm-hmm. And we're partnering on a Tech Homecoming, which will be the day before Thanksgiving this year. And we partnered last year, so this is the second annual. And we are hoping to bring people that are home for the holidays and talk to them a little bit about uh, the opportunities that exist in tech here in Ann Arbor. So tell us about why you think Tech Homecoming is important as a talent recruitment tool why it's important to Duo and why it may be important to Ann Arbor. Yeah, I think, um, you know, from our perspective at, at Duo, anything that's good for the community is good for Duo as a company. We don't, we don't often kind of compete with other, um, other tech companies, other startups in the, the area for talent. Certainly there might be candidates that you know, multiple companies are talking to. It's not like we're all trying to poach from each other. And that might be a little surprising given that it's not the biggest talent pool in the U.S. to draw from. But um, we, we have this mindset kind of that a rising tide lifts all boats, that if we all do our best to bring additional talent back into Ann Arbor, it'll pay off positively for everybody. Absolutely. And I think the challenge, if you think about it, to have some empathy for candidates who are considering it, you know, they're, they're looking at, at Duo as a great opportunity for their career, but they're also looking around in Ann Arbor and they're saying, what if things don't work out at Duo? I'm, you know, uprooting my, my family my career, you know, my other opportunities in the Valley, on the East Coast, wherever else. And I want to make sure that there's other opportunities. If it doesn't work out, Duo takes a different direction, that there's other companies that I can still continue to work and I don't have to kind of uproot everything again. And we've seen that with a number of candidates that we've, we've brought in. We've actually toured them around other tech companies to show that there is a broader ecosystem here and it's not just kind of one company that stand alone. You know, it's nice to hear Duo has been a true leader in the tech scene in the region uh, by doing the things that you just described. Um, What are some other suggestions that you would have on how we can grow our tech industry here? Thinking broadly about like the the tech scene and the startup scene, you know, usually there's four prerequisites for like an actual ecosystem. Thinking about like a, a startup ecosystem. You need entrepreneurs, number one, and we've got a great source of that at, at U of M. Got a lot of smart, creative folks coming out of school saying, I've got a crazy idea, I want to build a company. That's only step one, though. You also need money and capital to support that, to keep students and entrepreneurs here in the area. Otherwise, you see a lot of companies that, you know, they might spin out of the university or they might start up locally, but as soon as they raise money, they might go out to the the West Coast, since that's where most of the venture capital is. You know, Duo's kind of unique since we raised money from the West Coast, but we said, hey, we're staying in Ann Arbor. We believe that this is a competitive advantage in terms of the talent that we can get here and the efficiency at which we can operate. And, you know, that became an easier conversation as we, we gained more traction. We showed that this is actually a kind of viable approach to, to talent in our business. And beyond money, you need supporting staff and talent that if you're a funded company, you can find, you know, the rest of your talent to bring on board. And lastly, you need mentors. You need other people that have grown and scaled organizations. And it's definitely a bonus if they're local and they can be on site with you and spend some real time to say, yeah, we hit all those same scaling challenges and here's how we solve them. And I think those four key components can help create like the right kind of ecosystem. You know, I think, I think in some ways Ann Arbor is making strides 
in all those areas, mm -hmm. but you know, it's certainly not a self-sustaining right. ecosystem yet. It still takes a lot of effort, but um, you gotta put in that initial effort. So you've been a really successful entrepreneur. What advice would you have for other entrepreneurs? I would say there's no recipe for success. The way I classify the success we've had at Duo and how I operate personally is we find a different path to success. Oftentimes, as a startup or as a, a smaller company, you don't have the resources of a big incumbent competitor. You don't have the talent. You don't have the money. You're not as smart as that competitor. But if you can kind of inherently follow a divergent path to your, to your end goal, to the problem you're solving, to reach your customers, and do so in a more scalable fashion, taking advantage of the parts of a startup that allow it to be agile and to do things differently, if you just focus on that, like how are you going to do things differently versus mm -hmm. how are you going to go head to head with you mm -hmm. know, a multi-billion dollar company, um, that's, that's been a, at least part of a recipe of our success at Duo. That is interesting. A different approach. So you mentioned starting your career in coding in middle school. Yep. What advice would you have for a middle schooler? I'm not going to say drop out of school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I would say in, in the modern day, there's more that you can naturally just learn in a non-formal education setting. A mm -hmm. lot of the, the smartest people that I know in the security industry might not even have a college degree. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they've dropped out of high school. I wouldn't say that's a rule, though. Actually, what I saw being successful in terms of being a hotbed for really smart talent and great new ideas was, was actually in the PhD program at the university. The research group that I was in, I was in a CS program and security, information security specialty in the, the PhD program. And my advisor, Farnam Jahanian, was actually the chair of the department, but he's also the, the founder and CEO of Arbor Networks. So he had that uh, mm -hmm. kind of entrepreneurial mindset. But if you look at the, the lineage of a lot of the successful startups in, in the Ann Arbor area, and even beyond, it's kind of crazy how much originated just out of that research group mm -hmm. at the university. Mm -hmm. So obviously Farnham and a few of his students spun out Arbor Networks. I came in in about 2006 to the research group, and one of my sort of close coworkers in that group ended up graduating from the university and starting a, a company in the Bay Area called Twilio. It just IPO'd, now we have a wow. $4 billion market cap. And completely unrelated to his actual PhD research. I remember at the time telling him that's a stupid idea, you should never do that. <laughs> Turns out it was good he didn't listen to me. We ended up spinning out Duo after I finished up my, my degree from the university. Another company called Deepfield spun out from some of the ex-Arbor folks. Yes. A uh, company Quadmetrics spun out from some of the, the Merit folks associated with the university and they were acquired by FICO. Even an, another coworker in, in that group started a Indian law search engine as a startup again, completely unrelated to his actual PhD research, but it was being in that environment where you're surrounded by a, a lot of other smart people, and basically have the time to figure out if there's viable businesses that could be related to your research or in the case of like Twilio or Duo, not directly related. PhD program at the university, I see more as a startup incubator for folks to actually have the time and kind of the, the mental white space to, to figure out if they, they want to do something bigger than what they're currently working on. We certainly have an asset in having that program here. So for your middle schooler, is it surround yourself with other people? I don't know. I, I've just personally always been super passionate about security, so it was always a clear path you know, for, for my future direction. But you often hear that you know you really have to do what you love. Bo Schembechler wrote a book on leadership, and the first chapter is all about you better be sure that you're doing what you love. 
and like don't worry about okay. the money don't mm-hmm. worry about the position that will come with time if you if you're really passionate about it i know it sounds kind of corny but it's it's, it's definitely true yeah, yeah. Um, what one of the things that you know i like about duo and what's so exciting is that you know we're always learning more we're always growing at this breakneck speed and um, there's always more challenges ahead of us to tackle and I'm just a, a student of life, so. And you're ready to tackle. Yeah, any position where I continue learning is, is what I want to do. That's awesome. Well, John, thanks for taking time to share your story and the duo story, which we know is the most loved company in security, right? Yep. And I want to thank our audience for listening and learning more about organizations like Duo who are working hard to create the Ann Arbor region's economic future. For more information about Ann Arbor Spark, You can find us at annarborusa.org and also on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. For more information about Duo Security, please visit duo.com.